Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody, and I'm Erin. Okay, Jody, I have a question. Oh, if you <laughs> if you could choose how long you live, what would you choose? Like, would you live forever to a certain age? I'm gonna do the thing that we hate and like need details. So, do we age the same? Would I would I be like if I live to be like 200? Would I be like a skeleton and like oh, my Alzheimer's? Let's say that you're going, if, if you live beyond a normal range that you can pick what age your body stays at. Okay. Um, part of me wants to say just live forever, but I feel like I would hate that. And I'd probably off myself. eventually. <laughs> I mean, that has to be heartbreaking. Like seeing, like, as you get older and like seeing your family and all that pass away, unless everyone else stays, I'm thinking too much about it. Um, how about like, it'd be cool to see like grandkids and grand, like great grandkids. So let's say it'd be fun to live to like 250. I like that. Yeah. What about you? I, I actually was going to say a very similar answer. I hadn't picked like the number yet, mm. but I don't, I wouldn't want to live forever on earth and just watch everyone die around you. Like, yeah, that's kind of a downer, but <laughs> like yeah. at least a hundred, I feel like, yeah. and I kind of like two fifty. but I would love to have like my, like my 18 year old body, but with like mentally like more developed. Yes. Yeah. Stay mentally 18. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. And then what are some things that you would do if you knew you wouldn't be injured or die? Wow. There's a hundred percent chance you won't be hurt at all or anything. Yeah. I would do like the stupid things like jump out of a plane. Cause now I, there's no way I would ever, ever do that. I'm so like, I don't even want to get on a ladder. I'm so scared of heights. Yeah. The crazy stuff like that are like cliff diving. That'd be really fun. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. What about you? Literally, I was going to say skydiving. I would never do it. I don't want to do it. No. Um, <laughs> but if you, if I knew like I wouldn't get hurt, I would maybe do that. Or I hadn't thought about cliff diving. Uh, what is it? Parasailing? That's oh. the other one. The one where you like kind of go off of a cliff, but it's like got like a, yeah. I don't know, kind of, but you got wings. <laughs> you got wings. Yeah. <laughs> like I would, I would, I would do that. Yeah. I don't think that one's as dangerous anyways, but it can still be. So <laughs> I don't know. Fun. Anyway, Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people that say they would want to live forever. And most people want to live as long as humanly possible. We all know there's things that you can do. Uh, sorry. that We all know there's things that you can do to improve your health and live longer, like eating healthy and exercising, all the basic stuff. But there's also a lot of things that people probably did not know can help them live longer. Uh, There have been a ton of studies done that look at various things that correlate and may impact a person's life expectancy. So today in our episode, we are going to look at some of the most interesting things that you can do for a happier, healthier, and longer life. We're also going to call out a few things that you might not know could actually shorten your life. Then we'll throw out some music recommendations in Joe Jam and wrap things up, getting a little personal in our dish fish segment at the end. All right. So when we are talking about things that help you live longer, there's definitely some things that you might not normally think of as falling in this category. One of those that they've done studies on is friendships and healthy relationships. Having a supportive circle of friends and family can impact 
so much from our mental health to our actual physical health and life expectancy. According to Harvard Health, dozens of studies have shown that people who have satisfying relationships with family, friends, and their community are happier, have fewer health problems, and live longer. Conversely, a relative lack of social ties is associated with depression and later life cognitive decline, as well as with increased mortality. One study which examined data from more than 309,000 people found that lack of strong relationships increased the risk of premature death from all causes by 50%, an effect on mortality risk roughly comparable to smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Oh my God. And greater than obesity and physical inactivity. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. I always think that's so interesting how much human connection impacts our life from, I know that study that was done on like, or like in the orphanage about babies. That's what I was just thinking of. Yeah. Where when deprived of human touch, the babies died to like, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's several other things. And it's, it's really interesting how much that has an impact. I think it could be a factor in why women generally live longer than men. I heard about another study where they looked at how men and women utilize relationships and supports and, it said that women tend to lean on friends, family, and significant others for support, um, uh, like emotional support, where men tend to only rely on family or their significant other and not really lean on their male friends for emotional support to help work things through. And this, I think, definitely could be where there's a gap. Um, I mean, obviously there and and men just struggling. <laughs> in that sense. Also, there have been like um in recent news, all these things that I've seen. Have you seen like the the lonely, this the lonely single man is on the rise or like male yes, loneliness I've is on the that. rise? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes sense though, because if men are able to connect emotion, like if, if they can't lean on their friends for emotional support, you don't want to go to your parents about everything. You know yeah. what I mean? It almost makes you more, I don't want to say codependent, but if you don't have friends outside of a relationship that you can go to for emotional support, like that just sucks. But that's why women are like, we're okay because like mm-hmm. we can still be fulfilled in our platonic relationships if we need to. Like we've got that yes. part figured out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Another one is having a pet. Did you know that pet owners tend to live longer than people who do not have an animal buddy? Pets are linked to reductions in stress, better heart health, and physical activity. Pet owners also tend to be more socially connected. Hmm. So getting married. Marriage is actually tied to longer life expectancies. However, men benefit the most. For men, especially men with health issues, marriage can have a significant impact on their overall health and life expectancy. One Harvard Health article notes that men who marry educated women have a lower death rate than men who marry less educated women. And then, yeah, right? (laughs) I came across one study that noted that men who marry younger women have an increase in life expectancy, but women who marry with a large age gap are negatively impacted in this department. The study noted that 
uh, women marrying a partner seven to nine years younger increases their mortality risk by about 20%. It also stated that while marriage disadvantages most women when they are not the, around the same age as their husband, it is not true that marriage in general is unfavorable. Being married raises the life expectancy for both men and women above those who are unmarried. Uh, women are also generally better off than men worldwide. Their life expectancy exceeds that of men by a few years. So I thought, I don't know. I just, I thought that was interesting, but yeah. it benefits men significantly more. And of course it does. <laughs> I think there's probably a lot of, factors contributing to that, but it's okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Having more sex. There are many studies that link an active sex life to longer life in general. Having more sex could reduce your overall stress, risk of heart attacks and strokes, lower blood pressure, improve bladder control, reduce your risk for certain diseases, regulate hormones, and even improve your sense of smell. Plus it burns calories. So bonus, right? Right. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. The sense of smell, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, gardening is another one. Uh, there was, have been studies on this and many of the world's longest living people have one copy and oh my gosh, I can't talk today. Many of the world's longest living people have one hobby in common, which is gardening. Studies have shown that gardening can improve wellness and possibly even add years to your life. Mm having a fat ass <laughs> research shows <laughs> that women with bigger booties, hips, and thighs are at lower risk for things like heart attacks, strokes, and diabetes. Good for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. So, okay. Um, getting regular massages, getting a regular rub down can help you in more ways than just relaxation. <laughs> rub down. <laughs> Do you want, do you want one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It can help with more than just relaxation. It can improve circulation, reduce stress, improve heart health, flexibility, posture, and sleep, reduce blood pressure and release toxins from the body. There's tons of benefits to massage. Um, in addition to apparently living longer. Don't work a lot of overtime. You know, what's so funny about this is like, if you're a close friend to my friend of mine, I will tell you multiple times, call in, like if you have to work and you can't do something or you're just like tired or whatever, I'm like, call in, just do it. So, uh, don't work overtime, but also just don't work at all. No, I'm kidding. The, re <laughs> the recommended working week is 40 hours, which is too much, but anyway, but working eight extra hours each week can reduce your life expectancy by an average of more than nine years, according to data from the world health organization. And for every hour over 48 per week spent working, you lose another two and a quarter years from your life expectancy. Isn't that messed up? That's insane. Oh my God. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, unless you work in like a really great job where it's like, you just get to hang out. Like one time I worked in a hotel and all I did was like check people in and like, it was Sundays and it was in the early 2000s. So I'd like just sit and do my nails or watch like the girls next door. And like, it was... <laughs> It's great. I would have done that all the time. Sorry. <laughs> no, I like that. That's, that's awesome. I love yeah. that for you. Um, another thing you can do is like, try not being poor. <laughs> just, so mean. Don't work overtime, but also just don't be poor. Exactly. Like don't work overtime, but don't be poor. Like basically just be born an heiress. 
and to yeah. a wealthy family. Um, <laughs> men in the top 1% lived on average 14.6 years longer than men in the bottom 1%. Like that's a huge gap. And the richest women lived an extra decade longer than the poorest. Dang. I know. Okay. Okay. Like I've, and that's one thing in America in particular, because of how our healthcare system is set up and like capitalism and all that shit. Like, um, I've always said one thing I really hate when it comes to healthcare and wellness in general is like, you shouldn't have to be wealthy to be healthy, but that's the way our system is set up. Not only from an access to medical care, but time of like, for instance, if you don't have enough money, you might be in a job where you have to work a lot of overtime and yeah, that's yeah problem. But yeah, yes. if you can just don't be poor. Right. <laughs> All right. Maintaining good hygiene from cleaning yourself to your home and the environment you live in. Hygiene has an impact on your health and life expectancy, washing your hands frequently, bathing regularly and wearing clean clothes does more than help you smell good. Bad personal hygiene can put you at an increased risk of skin problems, <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> respiratory infections, and other things. Cleaning your house. Not only is this a good way to stay active and burn some calories, but having a clean environment can help reduce stress, improve mental health, and help you live longer. Help you live longer. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was statistics on it. I didn't like, I don't think I, um, I remember exactly what they were, but it was a significant amount. I was surprised weirdly that this one was on there. It was talking about public health initiatives and like hygiene and like how personal and environmental hygiene have like a really, really big impact on your overall health. And, um, it makes sense. Believe it. And like your mental health in that too. Like I, oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think mental health has a huge connection, which we'll get, there's one later where that we'll kind of talk about this, but like a huge connection to your life expectancy and your physical health, because mental health problems that aren't addressed can manifest physically and make you like physically sick. Absolutely. Um, okay. So this one really, really surprised me, like super surprised me. And it is sunbathing. According to a 2016 study, I had to check that it wasn't like from like the seventies or something. Cause I was like, really yeah. sunbathing according to a 2016 study, women with active sunlight exposure habits experience a lower mortality rate than women who avoid sun exposure. However, they are at an increased risk, increased risk of skin cancer. It's worth noting that while there was a correlation between sun exposure and longer life expectancy, this, like most other things, does not necessarily cause a longer life, um, but it, there was a correlation there. Um, women who regularly spend time in the sun were at a lower risk of heart disease than non-cancer and other non-cancer related deaths. So like, but because of their increased survival for like all these other diseases, cancer related deaths increased in this women, in these women. Um, so basically the sunbathers lived longer, but because they fought off all the other diseases, it made them like more prone to cancer. Uh, non-smokers who avoided sun exposure had a life expectancy similar to smokers in the highest sun exposure group, which that I thought was really crazy. Like, like if you smoke, you can also just get out in the sun a lot and that'll like balance out your odds. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm not recommending that. This is like, that would not be my advice. I'm just saying. Um, anyways, it indicated that avoidance of sun exposure is a risk factor 
for death with a similar magnitude as smoking. Um, and overall, the difference in life expectancy when comparing, it wasn't a huge amount, but there was a significant enough difference for it to be for it to count. Um, but the difference when comparing life expectancy to the highest sun exposure group to the avoiders of the sun was anywhere in a range from around six months to just over two years. And so that's how much the life expectancy change like was impacted by being in the sun more. Have you seen that trend going around where they're telling you to like go outside and spread your butt cheeks and like, it's like good for your overall health for you, your butthole to get sun exposure. (laughs) Have you seen that? It's a thing. I swear it's a thing. I'm not just, (laughs) you're supposed to like go out and like lay on your back and then put your legs up like this and spread your butt cheeks and let, (laughs) let the sun hit your butt hold the sun just let it in just let it slide right in <laughs> I swear it's a thing <gasps> okay anyway. you try it first <laughs> please I don't you I don't have a fenced in yard you do I think you should try it I actually like the fact that you don't have a fenced in yard <laughs> for trying this <laughs> I think you can you can spread awareness while you spread your butt cheeks wow spread awareness <laughs> Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, speaking of (laughs) penetration, having more orgasms, I know that we already said sex, but to be clear, sex and orgasming are not one in the same. There was a long-term study that asked married women how frequently they orgasm during sex on a scale of never to always, as you can imagine, the average response indicated an okay, but not outstanding sexual satisfaction. This study continued after participants died and looked at death certificates. The results determined that women who orgasmed more frequently during sex actively actually actually lived longer than those who were less fulfilled. Wow. That's That's crazy. crazy. I believe it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so those are, I'm sure there's more things than that. That's all we have on our list for things that will increase your life expectancy. But when in doing research for this, I also came across several things that I think are unique or you might not have known will actually decrease your life expectancy. And we're going to walk through some of those. The first one is not getting enough sleep. Uh, this is tied to a shorter life, especially if you are regularly getting less than five hours a night. Smoking. The life expectancy for smokers is at least 10 years shorter than for non-smokers. Quitting smoking can reduce the risk of dying from smoking-related disease by about 90%. Yeah. Lack of physical activity is another one that can reduce your life expectancy. In fact, I saw a study not too long ago that showed a tie between sitting and colon cancer. It found that people who sit a majority of their day on a regular basis have an increased likelihood of getting colorectal cancers. Wow. Uh, Eating too much, red meat. Uh, Worrying too much. Stress and anxiety can be hard on your mental health, but they can also manifest physically and lead to shorter lifespans. Being a pessimist. Mayo Clinic studied patients over a 30 year period and determined that being an optimist actually improves your chances of longer survival. Pessimism was associated in a 19% higher mortality rate. Yeah. So, all you Debbie Downers out there are going to die sooner. <laughs> Good riddance, bitches. <laughs> Take your, take your negativity with you. Yeah. 
have you ever noticed that sorry that was super rude have you ever noticed that people I I my theory is like every person I've known who is a pessimist calls themselves a realist and so like to me anyone who's like I'm just being realistic. I'm just a realist. Don't get me wrong. They're a fucking pessimist. They're, and they're, they're trying also to rebrand it. I'm not here for it. An Enneagram number five. Ooh, probably. probably. Or a Leo. Yes. I don't know. I don't know how much that's tied to being a Leo. The five seems consistent though. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. And then the other one is, and this isn't necessarily one, whatever, adverse childhood experiences. So there was a study that was done that uncovered that adverse childhood experiences or commonly known as ACEs, which includes abuse, neglect, and household dysfunction before the age of 18 have an impact on life expectancy and risk of different cancers and things like that. But work around ACEs has also defined some ways that you can counter the impact of ACEs and improve outcomes and life expectancies. These things include, um, particularly one of the biggest ones is having a stable mentor or support. So having one healthy adult support can make a huge difference for kids who have a high ACE score. Also things like improving emotional intelligence can have a really positive impact. Um, as an adult, this is me saying this, I'm, I don't have a a link on it, but ACEs is something I've studied outside of the podcast. I would say therapy can be a really huge one and just like developing that emotional intelligence and self-awareness and and like healthy stuff that, you know, often you're going to need to work on if you have a lot of trauma in your history is something you can do to counter that, which I like. But um, unfortunately, having more trauma in your childhood is also associated with a shorter life if you don't do anything about it. But What I do like about these things is everything on here is something that you can proactively or reactively address and shift your odds or to rebalance them back out. But then again, we're optimists. So yes, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to live longer. I like. (laughs) Already. All right, guys, that's all we have in the topic section. So now we're going to move in to Joe Jam. Jody, what are you listening to this week? I have been listening to a lot of Co Wetzel, and my song today um, is called Austin. It's a really no, good it's song. Not. It is. <laughs> it's about the town in Texas. I, I'm I believe. love that for you. I it's really a really do. good song. So everybody, check it out. He's so funny too on TikTok. If you guys don't know who Co Wetzel is, like I don't really know a lot of his music. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, so funny. funny. Dude, he's so funny. He's so hot. He's just, I love Jody's, that man. Jody's in love. I love them. <laughs> what do you have? Listening, you could get it. Yeah. Um, I have, <laughs> Tom, if you're listening, that was a joke. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> my whole <Okay>. pass. <laughs> what? Your... My whole pass. Oh, like your list. Yeah, don't you, you know, like a hall pass where like if, if there's like a celebrity or someone that you could like yeah. fuck around with. Yeah. I feel like he's on your <laughs> list. Morgan Wallen's on your list. Who else is on your list? I got a fucking roll out scroll. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's yours? What's yours? Okay. Mine is, in trouble. Uh, I mentioned this on our episode that we did last week. And so this week it's out. Uh, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be out for a couple of weeks, but it is called Super Freaky Girl by Nicki Minaj. It's a new song that she dropped. It is, it's good. Check it out. Awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> and now it's time to dish me. 
You better dish, bitch. Yeah. We've done better, but it's okay. That was trip. <laughs> Do you want to try again? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Make it so weird. Okay. So for dish, bitch today, we just have a few questions. I don't know why I had that accent or what that accent was, but yeah. Okay. So first question, Jody. if I interviewed your exes, what would they say about you? Oh, probably not much. Not much. Um, honestly, I, in my mind, like I'm nice and like on good terms, but not really friends, but in their minds, I probably suck. I don't know. I feel like your exes would say good things about you. You think so? I think so. Any of the ones I've met. Like I was never bad to any of them. Like I was never, um, like I've never heard even rumors that they're like, oh, they don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like if they did say anything bad, it'd be lies. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, it's weird. I haven't, I've, I've haven't had an ex in like 20 years basically, but I would hope nothing mean. So you don't know what they would say about you. But I you really don't, don't know. You mean. I don't know. I really don't. That'd be oh. a fun episode to, to like get them to, to ask them and yeah. <laughs> tell you what they yeah. said. So fun. <laughs> so fun. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Not <laughs> if that was reversed though. So I would never. Um, well, what would yours say? Honestly, I think that mine would say I was too good for them. Yeah. Because I was. That's true. Yeah. That's really shitty. No, that just no. makes me really cocky. And anybody who doesn't know the back. No, I think honestly, that was that was like a weird answer. Um, but I I think they I don't think they would have anything bad to say about me, honestly. I don't think that they would, yeah, I don't think they would no. say anything mean. I think they would just say that, um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe this was a bad question because I know I that's really a, it's a, a hard answer. one. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they'd say anything bad. There wasn't like crazy. I don't know. I never did anything that bad. What would your, like such a kickoff for dish bridge this time. I don't know. I feel like that was a weird question. Um, I like it. What would your dream romantic getaway be? Romantic get getaway. Get a free romantic getaway anywhere. Mm. What would it be and who would you go with? Co. Co. Oh, co? Co. co for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I've always wanted to go to one of those places, like, Bora Bora or Fiji or whatever, where they've got those like little cabiny things over the ocean and they've got like the glass floor <gasps> that you can see down. Yes. I've always wanted to go to one of those and you can like jump off into the water and then climb back up in your little cabin. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. But okay, this is, I mean, I would go there on a romantic getaway, but I would want to go there with like you and like on a girl's trip. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that sounds, that's better. Can we just can you take me on your romantic? Yes, you can go with me and go. <laughs> I'll third wheel it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Perfect. I've always thought my default answer is like I think it would be really cool to go to Venice and like ride. Venice, I knew it. <laughs> and take I don't know some kind of Italian cooking class or something. That's um, so cute. I know. <laughs> but like, I took Italian girls- in college. I don't remember any of it, but. I the water that. at those places always looks so gross to me. And I'm always so afraid that I would like fall in trying to get in one of those weird boats. 
I probably would. It probably would. It'd probably end up being a disaster. But like in my head, it seems. Like yeah, thing. it'll be cute. Yeah. <laughs> the Fiji one would be really awesome or anywhere that's just like really tropical. Um, yes. Like Indonesia. And like, there's a ton of places that are really cool. Um, around Indonesia, there's a ton of places that probably be my next pick where you can get really cheap villas that have, what do you call it? Those pools infinity pools and they mm-hmm. like float you your breakfast and stuff like oh my god yes yeah that'd be the other pick I would have I'll be the third wheel on that one okay next question what is something you normally do when you feel shy or insecure uh grab my phone and look at my phone and not look at anybody else or um like if I'm by myself typically yeah. that's what I'll do yeah that's a good one I'll go straight to my phone and like text somebody. I don't go to social media because I always feel like people are looking at my phone when I'm by myself, especially. And so I instantly go to like texting somebody like probably you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, that's a good answer. That's, mm-hmm. um, for me, I do that too, but I think that if I'm feeling like really shy or insecure, I will be more quiet or else I'll make jokes, probably awkward ones. I almost go to like one of two extremes where we're either get like so quiet that you're like, what's going on? And I'm like, if you're sober, you'll never you get quiet. Know. If you're, you'll never if you've know. had a few, <laughs> if you've had a few drinks, then you make the jokes. Then it's like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you guys just got a little taste of it. All right. Next question. Would you rather maintain your 18 year old mind or body if you lived to a hundred? body for sure me at 18 was so fucking stupid like (laughs) I thought the same thing not about you but like about me I was like I my 18 year old me was like like I would not want to live in my 18 year old brain for a hundred years no (laughs) (laughs) we ain't getting close to a hundred in this and as you're getting older but mentally you're oh my gosh can you imagine being like a 35 year old mom with like an eight, like still your brain functioning as wow. when you were 18. That'd be awful. Awful. Pass. Pass. <laughs> my 18 year old body. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. Like I look at those pictures now. I'm like I, insecure for what? For what? We literally <laughs> have pictures of us in bikinis at that pool at yes. the campground. I think we were like 18 then. I'm like, yeah. we thought we were fat then. Oh like, my gosh. But then again, that people thought that Jessica Simpson and Nicole Richie were fat right. too. And yeah. so like that, I feel like that's about what yeah. I was like and why I thought I was fat then because oh. not that I looked like Jessica Simpson, but like, whatever. You Y'all did. know what I mean? You did. The 2000s you were did. hard on women. Okay. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, If you had the time and money, what is a hobby that you would pursue? The time and the money. Like you could pursue anything. Like money's not an issue. Anything. You quit your job, do whatever you want. And just do whatever. How expensive it is. You can get all the stuff. I think I'd love to have like an animal shelter and like Ooh. take care of animals. I thought um, you were going to say start a radio station. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a big one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I saw a couple of TikToks earlier that got me thinking about animals, like sad one. You know, yeah. But that's probably that's awesome. definitely a radio station would be like a huge one. Yeah. We could have a radio station at my animal shelter. I was just going to say perfect <laughs> combination. That would be awesome. Yes. yes. That'd be so cool. I love that. Yeah. I could see you doing that too. Oh, for sure. I would 
like set up an official like LLC and then I would make a more official store and branding under it to sell things online um like art tumblers custom press on nails stuff like that I do some of that now but it's just like Poshmark and stuff um and I would I would probably take the time to really like do more with that I also think it would be really cool to do more with boom tequila stuff that we've talked about we've had some ideas that I think would be really really good ideas and potentially profitable like you know highly profitable ideas and time you know like it's Mm -hmm. hard to turn a hobby into like to monetize on something like that but I would do something as my hobby would end up being something that I would monetize and get paid for so like maybe that's not a hobby it's like a work but I would quit my job and be able to focus on doing something that I loved that I could support myself on yeah all right we have two questions left if you could become famous overnight would you do it no I'm too self-conscious and there would be along with the really good stuff comes bad stuff. And I would not be able to handle people saying bad things about me, even if it's like stupid and doesn't matter. And they don't really know you, you know, that would affect me too much. Yeah. That would affect me too. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it would depend on what it's for. Like, I don't want to get famous for doing something that like sucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like that'd be my luck. I don't want it to be some like, it's like I become an internet meme for like something embarrassing that I did in Nashville or like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like there's, it would depend on what it's for, but overall, like assuming it's a positive or just a basic, we're not thinking about the why you're just famous now. I would say yes, but not at a super high level of fame. Like I don't want to be so famous that I can't go to grocery stores or mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? I yeah. still be able to not run into people trying to talk to me all the yeah. time. But I think that I would because I think I'm in a place where I could handle like the negative shit. And I think it would give me a platform to think about, I don't know, how to either like advocate for something or like better. I think there would be opportunities that come with it that would I be like valuable. That. Yeah. I think you'd be good at it. And I'd probably be insecure and like texting you all the time. And like, you'd be like, Sharon, chill out. Like, no, I'd be on there. If someone said something mean, I'd be the first one. Like, what's your address? I'm going to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you going to jail. <laughs> I do. I'd go to jail for you. Well, I don't want you to. Well, I would. Then I'd bail you out with my celebrity money. <laughs> All right. Perfect. perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. Last question. Lights on or off? Off with candles. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. I agree off lights on is just like, can be very distracting and like hard yes. to relax and yes, but like totally dark that you can't see anything is yeah, like, not like pitch black. T- yeah. I like that. Like candlelight or like Candles. really low lighting. Yes. Yeah. Like a fire, like fireplace. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, guys, that's all we have for you today. Thank you for sticking with us. If you haven't already, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening or watching if you're on YouTube. And you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, join our Facebook group. We have a page, but it's not as active. The group is where um, more we do more. So join that and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.